This is the Rich Eisen Show. Here, here, here's another one. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Salty Tua. Let's go, Salty Tua. What is what? What's if the, the Dolphins have Lamar this season? Are they Super Bowl contenders? At Rich Eisen Show. Yay or nay? Salty Tua. Let's go, Salty Tua. The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, Lakers beat writer for The Athletic, Bill Orem, actor O'Shea Jackson. Coming up, Rams general manager Les Snead, plus actor Michael Chiklis. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. The man of the hour in L.A., uh, Les Snead, slated to call in uh, shortly right here. The general manager of the Los Angeles Rams, uh, 844-204-RICH is the number to dial here on the program. Michael Chiklis is here, man. Uh, one of our favorite guests um, is is here from one of our favorite shows, Winning Time. Mm-hmm. Man who plays Red R back on that show. Fantastic. I mean, what a stroke of genius casting, right? Genius. Genius. Big Boston honk. And, uh, you know, when you do him up, actually it looks like Red. He does so, like uh, Red. That's rock and roll. I know. It was awesome. He was great. Fantastic. The scenes with him and John C. Riley together were just oh. stupendous. Stupendous. You're not a killer. <laughs> yeah. You're not a killer. They were absolutely the fantastic. So, um, some news just broke in, in our number three top. Uh, Tiger Woods is not going to compete in the U.S. Yeah. Open. I think if you watched him play in the PGA and saw him kind of limbering around and really struggling and, you know, the fact that he had to withdraw up to round three, I think you could see this coming. He really wants to play in the Open Championship, which is at St. Andrews, and I think skipping the U.S. Open might, you know, help him do that. Right. So. Okay. Major bummer, obviously. It's in Boston next week, but uh, hopefully he'll be. Yeah, back soon. I mean, it, it was obvious that um, something yeah, was, was amiss he was at the PGA Championship yeah, he was, he for sure. Right um, so that's some, some news bre- breaking right there. And the, the, the story of the day yesterday here in Los Angeles was, in fact, uh, the signing to a new contract of one of the best players the NFL's ever seen on the defensive side of the ball. And certainly the best defensive player in the game today. And when he said he was at peace, what did I tell you? I told you Les is going to get this thing done. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. Because uh, if the picks can be effed, so can the cap. That's my two cents. I, I'm not a math guy. I'm not a capologist. But joining us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line is the general manager of the Los Angeles Rams, Les Need. How are you doing, Les? I'm good. How about you, Rich? I'm good. So uh, was more Aaron Donald on the McVay wedding registry? Did you get that instead of a gravy boat? For the McVeigh's, oh, yeah. you know, you look at the registry and like, okay, what what's Sean really going to do with like <laughs> this type of spoon or this, you know, fork to you know right. stick in the pot roast? So yeah, let's do Aaron Donald instead. <laughs> Wise choice, Les. I think that's a win-win. We call that a win-win for for everybody. Um, so, how long has this been in the making, Les? This contract. I, I mean, this 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 has been in the making. Uh, right. I mean. Since the, since the uh, probably the moment after the the Super Bowl, and that I know I know you know AD had been discussing whether if he ever won his first would it would he retire would he not? Uh, so we've obviously been in communication with Aaron with Todd France athletes first you know probably probably a couple of days after the Super Bowl up until uh, yesterday. Okay, and so when he mentioned on a podcast recently on uh, Brandon Marshall's show that he would be at peace with his career 
Um, was that a message in your direction? Was th- were things going a little sideways or anything like that at the time? Or, no, you, know or? What? I, I, you know, I think at that point in time, uh, right, the momentum of the negotiations were were in a very good spot. Okay. I, I do think he, I think it was probably the timing of the podcast. Maybe they they asked a big picture question on, on retirement, and and I think I think AD probably laid out you know probably his his reasons for thinking about it, which. Uh, really with, with Aaron, and, I, and I'll say this, he's obviously one of the best defensive players to play the game, things like that. But I do think Aaron's one of those players when right, he really wants to take a look inside and, and figure out if he can still be the best defensive player. And I, I think he did that soul searching and figured out and thought that he still could be, and that's why he decided to, to come back and play. And in terms of coming back and playing, the contract appears to be the same number of years left that he had uh, anyway. It's just a, a highly enhanced uh, monetarily uh, contract. Do you? What's the general sense that you have for that third year where he'll have a decision to either walk away or make $30 bucks? which way he might even be leaning Less. You know, I think I think again, we're, we'll take it one step at a time, year by year, and I, I think that's a reasonable number uh, to let's call it to start and to have this contract, and then at that point, uh, after each year, we'll, we'll sit down and discuss, hey, you know, what's best, what's what's Aaron, and at this point, it's in Aaron's it's in Aaron's hand, right, of, of how long he wants to continue playing. But I do think big picture, Aaron does think that right now in this situation, our situation, the Los Angeles Rams, based on the core that we have, you know, we all have the vision of kind of making the most of the, the window we're in presently. Les Snead, general manager of the Rams here on the Rich Eisen Show. You just mentioned the window that you have presently right now and how uh, it works not just at the timing to for, for Donald, but maybe for, for you with the team. I guess I'll ask the general question that fans are wondering, how do you have room? under the cap for all the signings that you have, including Donald. Uh, Les, how does, how, how does this work? <laughs> you know what? The, the, the neat thing is the, the cap, the, you know, the cap is, is we get a love the cap. I think it helps the NFL, right? It helps everyone in the NFL uh, be competitive. There is, there is ways to be creative, to get under and things like that. So I, I think our philosophy right now is, is, in, in the situation we're in, in our window, right, Aaron Donald, very, very important. So there's no better money to spend uh, on the defensive player or any player other than him. And at that point, there, there are sacrifices that we do have to make in other places. And, and, and I know you had mentioned it earlier, right, the, the F, the picks, and, and things like that. But there, when we do someone like Aaron, there is that moment where we have to do a really good of drafting a player like Greg Gaines, who maybe no one on your radio show or even in your studio knows who he is, right? Homegrown in L.A., played at Washington. I think we drafted him in the fourth round. But he's been starting uh, beside Aaron, you know, starting last year and will start this year. So we have to do our part in making sure uh, we draft and develop uh, those type of players and, and they come in and contribute. So um, you're able to fit it under the cap under the window that you currently have. Is Cooper Cup next, Les, for you? Yeah, Cooper Cup. You know, he is uh, he is next on the list. Okay. Are you and, and, nailed that for sure. <laughs> and so what, when do you think that something like that gets done next uh, it, with him? You, I would, you know, our intention is to uh, come to, as you said earlier, a win-win, right? Uh, 
we'd love to do it before camp. We'd love to do it uh, sooner than possible. But in these types of situations, right, when there's an, an element of, right, a player under contract, we, we feel like he deserves a raise. We want to get an extension. But with that, there's a lot of variables. Like there's objective uh, uh, variables. There's speculative variables. So sometimes it takes a little more time not a microwavable situation to, to be creative and come up with a win-win for both Cooper and, and club so that like Cooper can be rewarded club can continue being successful in the moment and in the long term. So then what is the window? What do you got? What, 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 what's your idea of a window? And I know that's a dicey question to ask a general manager, but I'm going to ask it anyway. You've mentioned a couple of times. It, a window. It's a very dicey question. I, I, I can say this. We're a very boring organization where we're, we're kind of, we're kind of main thing to main thing, one step at a time, really one game at a time, one phase at a time. Uh, so that's one thing. So we, right now we're going to focus on on finishing up uh, our our mini camp. Then we'll focus on training camp. Then we'll get ready to 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 face a very very tough opponent in the Buffalo Bills, and we'll keep it that way. But I I I, I can tell you there's this uh, you know from a bigger conceptual. Uh, window is I do think as long as we have a quarterback like Matthew Stafford and and contributors like Aaron contributors like Cooper Cup right in their prime prime playing their best football uh, we definitely have a chance to be in the mix every year and is there still is there money left for say like Odell if Odell wants to come back and you know obviously uh, Sean's been on this show saying he'd like him back Um, if I'm not mistaken he crashed Sean's wedding this weekend if I'm not mistaken, you know, too. there's only one person who could crash that wedding, but boy, Odell did it in a very, very, you know, Odell, OBJ-like way, right? Uh, he just has the personality, the swag to pull that off, and it, it was cool. It was really cool to see because Odell, oh, it, it was a really, really good uh, time together with him. I, I think it, I think we all felt that, uh, you know, the situation for him and him helping us, it was just a, a neat time to to grow and bond and, and him coming back and seeing some of his players. But, yes, we've definitely talked with OBJ. I know his situation, right, based on the injury and, and, and how much he can, can't play, are going to affect, I would call it this year's contract, maybe the year one of a contract. But we've always uh, had a plan, a vision, uh, that if Odell would like to be back, uh, we'd definitely welcome him home. So, like again, I guess – and. I... <laughs> Not to get too deep in the weeds, Aaron Donald hasn't taken up all the money, is what you're saying, in short order, right? He hasn't taken up all the money, but I did tell Aaron yesterday that he's starting to get paid a little more like The Rock than he is a football <laughs> player. I know he, you know, he signed with with Kanye, and he, I call it that's his NIL group, you know, and he's he's got some vision, so he's getting close to The Rock money. So, uh, but you know what, we're we're definitely. Aaron's a big part of it, and mm. a big part of the vision of hey, not just being himself, but also right. Aaron did make some sacrifices in this contract, even though he is well paid, and as I said a minute ago, getting paid a little more closer to the rock. Uh, but he did make some sacrifices uh, to right uh, allow us to do uh, our part in, in building a team that can continue contending. Well, I mean, you've reset a market at the position, or you could say Donald did it, and you, you just paid him accordingly, right? Um, and then you've got Cup, who you say is going to be paid, or at least the, the plan is to, to, to make that happen despite the variables that you mentioned. Uh, does it cross your mind at all, Les Need, that uh, the team that you beat in the NFC championship game that also happens to reside 
in your division has to pay their top defensive lineman and wide receiver as well. And you could set a market in, in a way that might cause an issue for them. Does that ever cross your mind, Les Snead? You know, deep in the bowels, you know, we, we're definitely competitive. And, you know, like we'd like to, we'd like to bruise the, uh, the enemy as, as much as possible. But I, I think in those situations, right, we're, we're really focused on, on Aaron. We're really focused internally on us. And if we do this with Aaron, right, what's, you know, what's the second, third, and fourth, and fifth level uh, domino effects from that contract and how do we work around it? And, and I'm sure – I'm sure the Niners are doing the same themselves. They're they're focusing on themselves, trying to build the best Niners team as possible. So that right when we do battle twice a year, it's it's still one of those hey, it's it's one of those fifteen round heavyweight fights mm-hmm. for sure. All right, but well, so before I let you go, well, how did Odell crash the wedding? You said he he did it in Odell fashion. What what happened at the McVay well, nuptials? I, here's what I, I guess crashing the wedding means you showed up with an out an invite. Mm. Now I can tell you that as just a guest, right uh, of the wedding, who didn't necessarily have to crash it and probably wouldn't have the swag to Understood. crash it. Yes, you know, all of a sudden it's it's like Odell. They, it was a great wedding, really really cool, uh, cool. I call it, it the the core in the setting was unbelievable, but the 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 what made this one probably unique mm-hmm. is. I mean, there's there's a lot of head coaches, right, at this wedding that had once worked with Sean or, or Sean worked for. There's a lot of football people. And then there's also friends and family, right, from, from past and things like that. But mm-hmm. from this, let's call it this football uh, kind of game, all of a sudden, you know, there's Odell and he shows up and he's right in the mix. And, and it's like, it, it's like, oh, it's, why not? Why not? So you didn't really know yes. you crashed the wedding. Right. It was just, hey, cool to see Odell there. Cool to uh, uh, give him a hug. I know I, I know you know Kara, my wife. The yes. last time we had seen uh, Odell, right, he was expecting, uh, uh, he, was, he was probably on the bus ride to the parade. And, and, and that, that parade was bittersweet for him based on the injury he had had you know, a couple of days before. So he he was not in the he was not a you know in 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 the highest of high spots but uh, to see Kara and OBJ connect and, and, and check out baby pictures and things like that it, it, it feels like you know, it's phenomenal. Like he was supposed to be there. Yeah. The cake looked great too. Uh, did you have a piece of the trophy or a piece of the uh, Rams logo, or is it the, was it just the cake was the trophy and the Rams logo was just the plate that it was on? The wedding cake. It, it, you know, I, I actually think there was two, two desserts going. I, I didn't. <laughs> Any of the dessert, I, I, I tried to watch not. the guy, but I can't tell you when I saw the pictures of the cake. Yes, I probably would have been tempted. You know, I, I would have had to. Looks I would have like, had to at least, you know, try that. It looks like it's so, chocolate inside. That's what it looked like. It looked chocolate inside when McVeigh took a but bite it was of it. One of those where uh, that's what I said. It was. They, there's a chance that the McVeigh's. Uh, Maybe maybe wasted a little money on a lot of food and cake because the, the neat thing is everyone there was having a blast because it was a little bit of like this football reunion hmm. and then it was it was the Miami Miami of Ohio reunion oh. it was the Merritt High School reunion it was Veronica's friend so there was these different right gangs of, of reunions going on and, and everyone was having a blast so I do think there was some money spent on some really, really nice food that didn't get eaten. Well, i got to tell you what. At, at least, uh, you know, uh, there was no cap uh, clearly on the uh, the catering. Um, so yeah, he handled Sean, that. Sean did inform us because, boy, did 
there was some flowers at this wedding. I mean, there was some flowers, and, and Sean did say, I'll never tell you how much we paid. <laughs> <laughs> he went over the cap. Maybe that's why. He needs to keep it yeah, at he himself. Went over the cap. Uh, hey, man, congrats on getting Aaron Donald done. He must be a happy guy. He must be a very, very happy guy. And I'm sure that that's something that you want resonating in the locker room, too, is that you do what you do here, you get paid. That's it. I think that's neat. You know? Yeah, if you, if you, I mean, it, I, and I, I mentioned that to him yesterday, Rich. I mean, I mean, from Pitt to where he's from now, but I, you, there would be, you, we would never be surprised that this, that he became this type of player if, if everyone was able to observe, and I call this his boring lifestyle of the 300 and let's call it 50 days in between those games, mm-hmm. how much he basically dedicates hours in the day to, to getting better at his trade. And it's a pace that not many people could keep. So he, he, he definitely earned it along the way. Same to you, Les. Say hi to Kara. Let's connect soon. Enjoy the next uh, couple days of, uh, of, of uh, camp and, uh, and then the summer before. Um, when is the ring ceremony? When's that? When you got uh, that? You know what? I, I, I definitely I haven't been given an invite yet. But I, I think <laughs> the room on the list. In, in, in later July. But uh, okay. I'm not sure there's a hard date yet. Well, I'm going to crash that like OBJ, okay? That'll be great. You know, be terrific. I, that's a good one to crash, Rich. Maybe, f- maybe, you know, maybe there'll be a leftover piece of jewelry. You never uh, know. I'm looking for cake. That's all. I'll just take some cake. That's it. I'll just do that. Uh, take care of yourself, Les. You be well. Thanks okay. for calling. Thanks, Thanks for having me. You know, anytime. Come on. Les Snead here on the Rich Eisen Show. Told you he was going to take care of it. There's the church bells going out the door. <laughs> Let's take a break. Michael Chiklis is here. Baby. We'll find out. Is he? Did he bring his dog, or did he know? Do we? Do we? Do we know? We don't. Know. We don't know. Yeah. All right. Nobody's he'll either be dogless or he'll be here. Either way, we love him. Michael Checklist, and we come back. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Michael Chiklis yeah. here. Our terrestrial radio audience just returned, and uh, we just show, saw a clip of winning time. And, you know, uh, I, I know there's a lot of question about the history and what's real and what's not. Right. But what is real was just the experience of watching this show and watching it 
be acted the way that it was, shot the way that it was. Yeah. And right. again, the scenes with you and John C. Riley, uh, you as as Red Auerbach, him a as lot Buss. more coming because, as you know, the rivalry oh, gets only thicker gets, and thicker. Oh, no right? question about it. it. Sets that scene right there really sets the pick for the rivalry at, uh, between the ownership, you know, between yeah. the, the the people in charge, and that it went from the top down. It was a real, true rivalry, not just between the players. It was everybody, you know. So when you dressed as our back oh. for the first time okay so where where fun. they picked out whatever you know horse blanket if you will <laughs> 80s late 70s uh sport coat yeah and they put the the our back hair on you and yeah. you had the stogie, the stogie. lit oh. what did you think of when you looked in the mirror for the first time well, I have like, to... like look at that right there I yeah mean, get right out of here i think that certain characters that you play <laughs> You know, certain characters you approach from the inside out. These are actor terms, but in sure. some you go from the outside in. And in this case, it was definitely the outside in because as soon as, like you say, once I got that wardrobe and the stogie and the hair yeah. and then the Brooklyn, next thing you know, there he is. You know, and it really was exciting. And again, I grew up in Boston and my father used to scream about him. He loved now, you know, Red stopped uh, coaching, I believe it was in 66, and I, I was a kid. I was three years old. Mm -hmm. But he was always, he was ever present, especially at, when he was the president of the team. Mm -hmm. He was just around. He was always there. And you, you couldn't miss him. Look at him. You know, <laughs> in a crowd, you couldn't miss that guy. And you say 70s costuming, that's... I didn't know anybody who dressed like that even right. then. <laughs> he was, you know what I mean? He was unique even then with those. He was just gaudy and audacious. And can you imagine in this day and age someone lighting up a stogie with three minutes left in the game? <laughs> <laughs> it would go everywhere. No, like, it would go absolutely everywhere. Like, what's he thinking? What's he How doing? dare he? How dare? What, 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 right. what are the fence? You know, and then you hear all the stories, you know, about the. The windows being glued shut and the <laughs> AC turned off. Exactly. Can you imagine first take the next day. Oh, did Red Auerbach show up his opponents lighting a cigar <laughs> three minutes yeah. ago? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Really, as an actor, this is just, I'm, I'm just delicious. You're red meat, man, and you Del chewed it up. You chewed it up. And again, the scene with the scenes with you and John C. Riley together, like a lot two of fun. fantastic actors. In the role of two pop culture iconic individuals that you would never think would be portrayed on a TV show, right? And then again, the scene where one of the first scenes you mentioned, Chasen's Restaurant here in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. where Bus is whining and dining, Red Auerbach, thinking that you could be the same type of mark as everybody else in his life, where, you know, women and that sort of allure of LA lifestyle would be able, you'd be reeled in as Red yeah. Auerbach and no, like you're the adult who just wants to win and rip his heart out and you essentially telling him that. I watched that scene three times oh, over because it was fantastic. Just really great. Well, again, man. like, you know, uh, everything starts on the page, right? Yes. And I have to say, Max Bornstein, he's a tremendous writer, really, really talented. And you don't get dialogue like this. You know, the... So that what well, again when I read that scene I just went oh okay you know I get to I get to do this and on top of it Jonah Hill directed the episode is that right yeah? that's right that episode yeah okay. which was hilarious in and of itself How and the so? stories what do you well mean? I mean it just the, just 
just the directions that he gave me. All right, now just just terrify him right now in this take. Just absolutely. <laughs> like he come over and whisper in my ear and just like. You know, so John C. Raleigh doesn't hear. Yeah, so he doesn't hear. Just absolutely terrorize him now. You know, I'm like okay, John, go ahead. Well, you <laughs> did. <laughs> I, I mean, you did. We, had, you know, it's just a fun process and really, really talented folks and from everybody, everybody, the DP, everybody is really, really good. Yeah, you know. and and um, you know, Celtics are up next in this story. Um, uh, no, I'm not, I'm not talking about now, but back in the day, well, they're we'll up get ne- to that, right? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> because they're, they're they're up next in the story. They win next, if I'm not mistaken. We after we just watched the Lakers win and Magic is the MVP, the Celtics are up next because right. Magic gets hurt, and then Riley comes in, and I can't wait for the scene when when Adrian Brody finally slicks his hair back right, and becomes exactly. Pat and you know Riley gonna, in the Armani yeah, suits. You, you know, know this is all happen. coming, yeah, right? Yeah. And so when, just uh, one last question on this, when do you start shooting? When does this happen? When, uh, do, we get, when do we get more we of the show, do you know? shooting, my understanding is uh, late August, early September. Back at it. We're back at it. Yeah. Yeah, and <laughs> we got to come to set one. Dude, what are you doing in five? What do you mean? Talk about? Like Don't crash. Friends of the set, and then we come down, we shoot a little behind the scenes. And we, okay. and we hold it until I think HBO's the got their own BTS thing, but we can try. We can Send try. Send me a text, man. I'll see what I can okay. do. That's what I mean. All right. <laughs> Let's see. I, I, so I, here I, we go. So you're going to be. Okay, we don't ask for it. So you're getting the cigars back. You're getting the whole thing back. And well, here we go. you know, I have to say I'm a little concerned about the cigars because I did quit smoking cigars 20 years ago. Uh-oh. Uh, Are they real cigars? That, 22 years were, ago. Were they real cigars? No. No. Ah, they, they have a. They have a, a a tobacco wrapper, but it's it's a cacophony of crap inside it. It tastes like the bottom of a shoe. Ah. It's just not okay. <laughs> I don't know what yeah, they, they put in it. I don't even want to know. It's horrible what they make me smoke. Ah. And they on top of it, they have me huffing that sucker too. You're right, of course. You know? well, I mean, in John C. Riley's smoking cig- cigarettes, you can even hear it burning. Like you could hear yeah, it, yeah, you yeah. can hear these cigarettes burning yeah, in some of these cloves. scenes. Those oh, are no bueno. Oh, no bueno at all, God. no. And you know, uh, I love the way they shoot it though in like five different formats. Yes. Really give you a sense of the period and the feel of it. I love everything about the way they're making this show and the where I can see where it's going. And Max has told me some things about what, well, you guys are going to love it. I can't swear. No, it's Sorry. it's incredible. It really is. We, it we is. have enjoyed it. And again, we know it's that, awesome. you know, certain L.A. Lakers in this town uh, aren't very happy with their portrayals and things of that nature. But it is incredibly entertaining. I've enjoyed every single minute of it. When you come on the screen, just knowing you and knowing how much you love the Celtics uh, and like you are made <laughs> to do this. What a stroke. Really right. What a stroke. And then on top of it, now we're, we're in the finals. Yeah. The Celtics are on in the top finals. Of get, well, the, the interesting <laughs> thing is they get, you went to about Michael Chiklis here on the Rich Eisen show, uh, winning time on HBO and HBO Max, that, you know, you've got to love the fact Again, because yeah. I know you are who you are and your role in the show and who you are in real life. Um, the fact that the Lakers are not winning, but the Celtics. Like <laughs> and you we've been about- busting ice. I'm like, Max, how the Cel- how the Lakers doing? And he's like, oh. Because they're, they're <laughs> Laker fans. The yeah, people that he's this a show. huge Laker right. fan. And the Celtics, are, I mean, again, just. This is a really good squad, man. They, they have chemistry. You know this. We've talked about this. So many teams you look at them on paper and they should be able to win it all and it's really the thing to me that defines the greatest of teams because there's like always six or eight teams that could do it 
right? But it's the one that that where the chemistry between the, the players is just electric. You know, like those knucklehead 2004 uh, uh, Red Sox. They just, there was, yeah. they had it going on in the dugout. You know what I mean? It was, and when you see that kind of camaraderie, uh, you know, interesting game the other day, it was almost as if they were happy to take the first game. And, yes. and you know what I mean? Because no one had a good game. Right. You know, and they're a deep team and no one, none of their guys, everybody sort of, it was almost like they collectively took the second half off. They just sort of backed off of it. Didn't that feel that well, way? Well, I mean, Stephen A. Smith was even yeah. saying afterwards that that was an unfortunate uh, error on their part because you let the Warriors back in. You could put your stamp on I, things. Yeah, and, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that. You know, you uh, know, greed is good to use the Gordon Gecko phrase, and that is in sports that you, you if you can if you can be greedy, go ahead and be greedy and come up with that win. But you know, I, again, yeah. it, it, the fact that they took Game One, which they weren't very good in uh, historically this this playoffs, but they they do well on the road. That was huge. There's no question about it. And, I hate and, to say this, but the Heat did that to us too, right? Mm-hmm. And in similar fashion. So, yeah, I just am a big believer in it. You don't take your foot off the neck of a champion. You just you got to yeah, finish him. Sure. And and <laughs> you know you know I mean and and your Brady Patriots showed that over and over and over again. Um. So, but but re- what's so great about being a sports fan, um, it. When, when you believe in your team and you have that pride in your team, but part of you knows the team's not going to be very good coming into the season or you, you, you're you hoping for something good to happen and then the team doesn't perform very well in the beginning and just catches fire and shows a, a camaraderie and a chemistry and a heart. Yeah. That that's where you love your team, and this Celtics team is exactly that. I mean, we've seen like Cardinals teams and baseball come on strong in the second half of a season, or we've seen the Cubs do that too, and it's yeah. other teams that do that. But the Celt this this has got to be just one of the more I really enjoyable experiences to the to the chemistry them catching fire. Yeah. It, that's someone, and I think my instinct is that it's. It's smart and big out that are playing a big role in the locker room, right? Yeah. Al, you know, is the veteran. He's salty. He's mm-hmm. been around, and I think he's got some things to say. But Smart seems to he he seems to be really super passionate. He's and, really gotten it. I really think the evolution of Smart as a player and a leader. You've really seen leader. it this year. I think you really needed a guy like Ime to come in and kind of bring that out of him. Yeah, he's I, been awesome. He's been I, tremendous. I think he's been amazing, yeah. really. Uh, but I'm just talking about the locker room chemistry, and, and you know, I mean, he's been great on the court. There's no question about it. But that's that X factor that I'm talking about—a guy who seems to extract the best out of the guys around him. Uh, I, listen, I'm not in the locker room, so I don't know uh, who's sure. who's who. But that's just my instinct in, in terms of who's. Doing what? Any plans to go to any of these games? I'm hoping to go to game six, but now there's a bunch of work stuff that, that has come up, and oh, okay. I'm not going to complain about any of that. Um, of course. Uh, but if, let's just say, it's game six. Let's oh. just say you do get to go, and you do get to go to that arena, oh. and there's three minutes to go, do you take out a cigar? <laughs> you know I'm going to have take? a stogie <laughs> right here. You know I am. You have to. You know I'm doing you know, do you do you take a cigar? Do I fire it up though? Yeah, it's probably against code in that town. If I don't know. Up, if we're up twenty, you have to. Yeah. What, what's the what, what's the point total? Who cares? They're not going to kick you out. 
You don't think so? No. They're not going to kick you out. You could say, oh, don't you know who I am? I'm Red Auerbach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a statue in the Hall. Like, they're not going to kick you out. Go in character. Yeah, like, that is true. That's right. Go in character. <laughs> yeah, no, that's no. not happening. I'll be <laughs> mocked be from here to return. That's true. <laughs> you know, come on. Let's face it. So, you know. That would be awesome, though. It would Actually, be. you should go in full hour back. That's why yeah. he's saying he wouldn't be care. mocked mercilessly. For I don't that. think he'd be mocked. Yeah, no, no, I can't do that. He man. can't do that. He's, that would be on. awesome. Though. As it is, I'm, I'm pushing the line on Twitter, you know, goofing yeah. on it, you know. But, I mean, I'm yes. having fun with that. Of course That's you just, are. Yeah. It is amazing. I mean, just think about it. Life is amazing because, you know, you've had so many great successes in your career, Michael. But... The fact that you play our back on a hit show just as the Celtics catch fire <laughs> and make the NBA finals and potentially it's, my win wife it all. said this like, I mean like you yeah, could not like, you what? couldn't have made this like as if yeah. you didn't have enough yachts to water ski behind with your Patriots and the Red Sox winning four times and breaking the curse I mean this I has got to be wish up there I made brother. all their money I, that's <laughs> the, <laughs> yeah man I mean only, this is what a what a run yeah it's been incredible obviously I mean my daughters were saying like you know tell me about red arbach and you know uh, and i'm like honey they burned his name on the parquet floor <laughs> <laughs> and that's how you said it exactly <laughs> you know i mean it's, doesn't that say he has it? a statue sitting on a bench with a foot-long cigar yeah. and you know boston Cop. honey come on <laughs> they burned his name on the parquet <laughs> floor <laughs> What more do you need to that's, know? That's it. That's My poor it. kids. They lived in Los Angeles, and I forbade oh. them from being uh, Lakers fans. That's good parenting. I was like, that's. I said, "There's no one in my house that's going to say the words go Lakers' <laughs> ever, ever. in earnest ever." <laughs> it's just not happening. Mocking is fine, right? Like sarcastic, and sardonic way, mocking. That's is right. Good. Yes, you can <laughs> that do you that. Can, I love you uh, <laughs> got to add in earnest. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? I, I remember I, 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 when I met Magic Johnson, we were doing a tie-in for the NBA and uh, with the Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And it was the Fantastic Four versus uh, um, Magic. Mm-hmm. And he walked into the gym where we were shooting this, you know, this commercial for three days. And I went, you mother... And I just swore you, you at did. him. You did? I did. <laughs> and he burst out laughing. And he went, that's right, you're a Celtics guy. And, I was, and we laughed. And he was a gentleman and couldn't have been more gracious and amazing. And then he started to regale me with all these incredible stories about he and Bird. And, you know, I, I kind of look at those guys as the, the quintessential sort of um, uh, old warriors that, that mm-hmm. you know, uh, they've survived all the wars and now they have no one else to relate to but each other. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the gladiators, sure. you know. Uh, and that's the way it felt listening to him. And I went into my trailer at the end of the three days, and there were five signed basketballs on my desk of my trailer. Uh, and no one asked. I didn't ask him to do that. It was really, really lovely. No kidding. He, yeah, he went in. He signed a bunch of basketballs and left them on my in my trailer, which you know was lovely too. So I mean, he's a class act, and uh, it was incredible. And it was funny to be able to swear at him. And I said to him, "Magic, people think that m- my." voice is scratchy because i smoked or something it's from screaming at you yeah <laughs> you know what i mean it's from literally and screaming to be to be heard at, at my dinner table growing understood. up understood you know because greeks you know we're, we're loud uh but and i i told them the nicknames for all the lakers from that time that we had like worthless and, you know <laughs> you know 
<laughs> you were there. You were there. It's it, it, it's it, I I do love oh. that spike. And again, that that does play in in winning time. One of my favorite lines of the season was from the scene, and I've mentioned this a couple times on the show. So for our, our listening and viewing audience, I apologize for repeating it. Where 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 John C. Riley is Jerry Buss is talking to Jerry West. They're having this character this mm, conversation right. about. Which coach is he going to stick with? Which is he going to, is he going to go back, right. you know, to uh, McKinney, or is he going to stick with Westhead and and Riley? And he asks uh, Jerry West for help. And Jerry's like, I I don't want any part of this conversation because you're going to stick me with what you know. Right. If I'm wrong, I'm just going to stick with me and all that. And he tells him, you know, Bus, like I'm asking everybody. I'm even asking my priest. And West's line is like, Oh, don't ask him. He's probably a Celtic fan. That made me laugh <laughs> out loud like i was on a plane watching it coming back Fantastic. from new york and i laughed out loud because that's exactly <clears throat> you cursing at magic johnson and reminding him about all the nicknames from back in the day and that sort of sports spite is another thing that we love about sports. well this is a, again, this guy max bornstein what a great writer the dialogue is just crackled she leaps off the page and again you know as an actor you that's what you're always looking for is great storytelling uh and insightful and you know that we look for truths in stories yes, right yes. you know it's not about you know like people always have this, this sort of misnomer of uh, oh you're a great actor you must be a great liar it's it's not true <laughs> you're, you know, it's not true you, you're looking for the truth in whatever story you're telling and people can discern what's true and what's shit. that's okay I'm so sorry. No, it's all right. You're comfortable, and we appreciate that. And <coughs> you're not. You're telling, so you're telling. You're telling your story. I like it. It's all good. <laughs> well, you know, it's all good. I try to keep it clean. You'll speak, I, actually, do you have a, a few more minutes to stick around here? I do. Okay, very good. Because uh, when we come back, I want to talk about Tom Brady, and I want to ask you how your dog's doing. Because I miss your dog oh, very much. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, uh, very good. <laughs> Michael Chiklis is here on the Rich Eisen Show. Also, I want to talk about the Red Sox. Oh, uh, God, that's coming up next, right on the Rich Eisen Show. <laughs> What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show on the Here and Now. We just showed a video from five years ago, man, um, of Michael Chiklis being here with uh, his pug, TB12, Tom Brady. He was still a patriot. Yeah. How's your dog now? How's Tom Brady now? Tom Brady, the pug, is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a little jilted with regard to the real Tom Brady. Oh. Yeah. Uh, When when the, the, the head fake retirement happened, uh, and I understand why he, uh, yeah. I think he took that as an opportunity to circle the wagons, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden Tom's uh, phone went out, and uh, mm-hmm. I am no longer on that phone list. Oh. I've been jilted. Like, feel like a 14-year-old. He tightened, he tightened the He tightened the, the wagon. I am not in her Last circle. Oof. <laughs> it's so we gotta get. We gotta. We I gotta still love you, Tommy. That. We gotta reflect. We gotta rectify <laughs> no, that. No good. Breaking news there. No good. I, that's uh, no one knows that. Oh my gosh! Well, now we we gotta we have to rectify that. That's that's no good. He's gonna be uh, calling games 
for 10 years once he's done playing. You heard I about know. that, right? 10? With the way he does things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> 45. I know. Like, yeah. He'll be 90 he'll be years like 90, old. He'll be 90, looking good. You know, well, I don't know yeah. what he's Love doing. You. Still th- three to four Super Bowls clear of any other human being that's ever played the game. <laughs> Crazy. At that, st- at that way. He could win another one. I know. He could win another well, one. Well, that's why he's, part of the reason why he's coming back. I mean, I think it's entirely possible he he's can. He's ripped. Uh, well, it's absurd. Did you see that video of his underwear and all that sort of thing? Well, I tried to not, <laughs> <laughs> I not look at it. Yeah, like, oh, okay. yeah. Too much Tom. That's a little, yeah, too, oh, right, uh, TMT. Yeah, TMT. <laughs> <laughs> too much time. That was too much time. TMT? Too much time? Yeah, too much time. All right. Um, so do we, we do we not talk about the Red Sox at all? Oh. Is, is it like Bruno? Or like, you do know, we not talk about spoke, him? That was spoken. Over five. That? Over five oh, Mike, the, it's been like this for months. What are you talking about? It's been yeah, like what are you talking months. about? What are you talking what about? Am I talking for about? months. What do you mean? This for guy months? comes in every day. Should we talk uh, about who's, uh, how many games up are we I'm in the standings? Let me check. Actually, Jeez, I didn't check was, today. I don't He's really checks. I didn't I, check I, I, today. Like Hold on. Uh, that fan. was so passive aggressive. We, uh, I can't. Uh, no, look, the Sox have no won checks. five in a row, which is amazing. Over five hundred. Yeah, Yankees have won six in a row. Uh, so they haven't gained a single game in that five-game win streak. <laughs> yeah, Eleven and a half back. Eleven and a half back. I'll do yeah, the math for you. That's keep, twelve in the loss. Keep, what we got going keep on? Talking. Great, great. Keep yeah, talking. Yeah, I'm not. I'm keep not talking. talking. Keep talking. He's Rich. talking, and I'm getting mad at him every day. Why? Just, Why are you getting mad? And I'm like, don't it do it. There. Because Rich, August. We're. I hate this. This is why I hate when it's the June seventh. June seventh. He's dead on. It's I'm June seventh. That's June why 7th. I'm not talking. What are you talking? We about? have two or three injuries. We're down. Yeah, June seventh. We'll be the, the Red Sox will be in first. Excuse me. Um, Thank you, Mike. I lived this. The, the, keep the, talking. No, 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 no. Keep talking. It's okay. It's 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 something <laughs> that I'm I'm reveling in every single day. I'm speaking it into existence. But at the end of the year, if we get 28, uh, what this you're rebel. manifesting? Is that I'm what's manif- happening? You're just you're hanging out, Mike. <laughs> manifesting join, works. Join me in manifesting, Mike. <laughs> I'm not, I have manifested, and I, I can't think manifest. he understands. He doesn't understand the nature of baseball. You can't, I mean, you're, you're manifesting. You got oh. three more wins to go in the NBA Finals. You're manifesting. You're manifesting right now. The Celtics are manifesting every day since January first. What in the last ten years? It's we the end of the it. season. The season's ending. Give it to him. The baseball season is closer to the beginning yeah. and then the end. No, it's kind of over. It's over. Yeah, I agree with Whoa. that. <laughs> We're manifesting Whoa. a subway series right now. Listen, over. there's okay. no we, doubt. We spotted that you 11 and a half. There's, there's Rich, no stop. doubt but that this Red Sox team is, un, like, uh, they give underperforming a new meaning. That's uh, correct. Uh, which is fair. There's no question. No, and no, I'm no sure... Trevor, there are Trevor's story thought he was still playing spring training. He joined. It was good to have him join yeah, the league on May 18th. May 18th. Yeah, we're not at the trade deadline. Are you okay? <laughs> All right. I'm already going to predict you guys are going to be in I'm second fine. or third. What? Like the, the, I'm telling you, the, this is I've, I've lived. I mean, lived granted, it. it's terrifying yeah. for any pitcher to stand in front of that lineup. You know, I mean, that Yankee well, lineup yeah. is... So you're saying I'm lighting the cigar before halftime? Is that what you're saying right now? I That's think... Early? I think okay. You're walking in. I'm lighting the cigar? You're literally yeah, walking in. You're walking in with the bit. Well, you know, half time, just that, half time hasn't happened yet. Exactly. You're in the second quarter and you're firing up. Yeah. I don't think that Red would have done that. No. Red no. would not have fired up. Mike Orbach you know. says no, Rich. Okay. Stop. Mike Orbach. Mike Orbach. <laughs> by the way, Mike Orbach. By the way, like Red, he's in Law and Order. Red, you know, not his name. Red, a Brooklyn kid. He's a Brooklyn yeah. kid. I know. I know. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've got the you've got the accent, man. Yeah, I heard Rafe. that. I love Two, that. Four bet the Rays. Are they going? What are you doing? Are they? Gonna... <laughs> Let me ask you something, Richie. How you doing? <laughs> 
I'm, go- I'm going tonight. You want to go down to Anaheim, Mike? <laughs> Are you going? going? Yeah, I'm going. Tonight. You're going. I'm going tonight and Thursday. Okay. Who, I was tomorrow. thinking Thursday, actually. Yeah. Um, so Pavetta on Thursday. So he's been on fire. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy that. Enjoy so, that. Good luck. The Angels have lost how many in a row? They lost twelve. Oh my god! But but honestly, in all honesty, though, you, wow. you can't not look at the Yankees as the team to beat. But I'm going to throw a, a curveball at you right now. Okay. I've been saying since the beginning of the season, really, in our division, the, mm-hmm. the team to look at is the Toronto Blue Jays. Yes. Yeah. Yes, then the Yankees. Uh, have- they, they've got deep yeah. pitching for the first time in God knows when. Yes. And they've got some the chemistry in that dugout, like I talk about. Yes. And these guys love each other. Yes. And, man, they can hit. Man, they can They smash. sure can hit. Vladdy hit two last night? Absolutely. This kid, Vladdy, is a terrifying batter he reminds me of manny yes yes and he's the, got that goofiness too he, he spreads yeah. it you know I, what I, mean? I, I hear you and the yankees uh beat them three of four in april before sweeping them uh, two of three in may they you swept them. stats there they, no they look- swept them they swept them in may as well so yeah I mean, that's great am that's i great. uh Am I keeping you awake? No, Rich? I'm not keeping. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, you're just baseball. saying, all right. Well, April say something. You know what? No, you're not saying anything. What you're doing yeah. is you're talking around stuff. So if you're gonna talk about it, go ahead. <laughs> say what you can say. What I'm saying is, uh, there's a canyon that's that heroes go in. Oh. Stop! <laughs> stop! Make it stop! And, oh my God. and and I've wow. got a whole bunch of confetti, and uh, it's time to throw it. Wow. It's time to throw it. <laughs> you've got a duck. You've got a duck boat. You might be in a duck boat by next week. You could be in a duck boat by next week. We could be a there. basketball well, duck but boat. But see, I'm not. Uh, listen, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm terrified right now because we took our foot off their necks, and they these. Yeah, Golden State Warriors can shoot, man, and they're really, really heavily skilled. And I don't know, I I would have put my foot on the gas yes. after that. Fifty fifty, wasn't it fifty fifty exactly at that? It was. It was, uh, were, it was fifty-two fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's right there. All right, it was right, yes, there. right there. We were right I know, there. No question. Even third quarter, it got down to six. I know. I know. Uh, I don't know. It reminds me, and I hate to even make these analogies, but wasn't it two thousand eleven when the uh, Bruins, uh, the the Toronto Maple Leafs took their foot off of the Boston Bruins' neck, and we scored five goals in the last five minutes of the third period. I remember that when you have when you're playing a champion, you don't let them up; you have to finish them. No, it sounds like I it. Mean, by the way, is it, was yeah. that a, was that a line from uh, Winning Time right there? No, it, that's that just me. Like that's, 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 <laughs> that's again, like yeah. perfect, man. That's 2004 Yankees right there. They should have finished, and they you didn't. Have, yeah, you have to finish the opponent. You can't disrespect them and go into into a defensive posture. You know, you have to keep. You have to finish them. Well, it's really cute that you guys are discussing baseball and you never mentioned the best team ah, in the it. league oh right now. That's, All right. What's it's, happening over here? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> it's the New York Mets. That's what's oh, happening right now. We're suddenly out of time. <laughs> <laughs> That'll wrap it up for this show. We will see you on Wednesday in a moment. <laughs>